Don't drop the soap. Bet on NRL this week with Sportsbet, and if your team leads by 12 points, we'll pay you out straight away. Are you wearing my robe? Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. Round number four of the Sportsbet NRL podcast, and at least we come here with a, a bit more pride than we have the first couple of weeks. Joel Kane, Jamie Sowell, Dan Ganane, hello gentlemen. Hello gents, how are we? Boys, how are we going? Isn't it enjoyable when you get to say the last Saturday night game, and you think, oh, we're looking for three for three for the night, which I think we all were, all were, all were pretty close. It's yeah. just a lovely feeling to have some points in the bank. Getting those first couple is critical, isn't it boys? You don't want to be scrambling, your confidence is low, but look, we, we come out okay this week. You just want to see one go through the hoop. I'm, I'm very nervous. I'm looking at uh, our bloke that keeps the stats on Twitter and uh, I'm, yeah, I'm very, very nervous. So my confidence is down. So don't be surprised if my confidence bets this week are a little bit shaky. The way I see it, gents, is that we're, we're tipping at the line here. So yeah. most games are going to be 50-50, right? So yeah. if you can get a four, that's a par score. Yes. A birdie's a five, uh, eagle six. To get eight in a row... That's the odds of 256 to 1. Yeah, that's so a hole-in-one on a path. It's yeah. a hole-in-one. And and given how we've gone, we only got scores of 4-4 four, four and 5. I'm happy. I'm satisfied with that. Between three, big pass mark. Yes. What do you like most about – and what do you like and dislike, gentlemen, about the round three? Look, I don't want to talk about the Tigers, what happened on the field, but I loved how Russell Packer handled the press conference. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to buy into the, the referee's decision. He knew what happened. So much class he showed. What I didn't like, I didn't like the uh, the cheap shot from Adam Blair. I, I really didn't like that. It's not as if we're not used to that. Yeah, I, I just don't like it. It's just it's unnecessary. Oh, it's dangerous. I've been on the end of a couple of those and, you know, pop collarbone. It's really – it's scary when you see it slowed down, the damage that that can do because your body's relaxed. Steve Maddow got me once an absolute butte. I'd pass the ball and relaxed and he put me in the next week. It really hurts. It's a non-story, but if he's out for six weeks, it's a big story, isn't it? Well, it's not – it's a penalty, isn't it? And then he goes to the bin. It's not like he was put on charge. Well, is, mm. There's no charge, you know, from the – uh, match committee. So, what well, my likes, two likes, Dragons and Warriors. Dragons taking care of business, tough environment to go to, yeah. expected to win, go up there and do the business. Warriors hanging tough. Yeah, they would have lost that game last 10 years probably. Yep. Uh, they hang tough. Dislikes, write, write these down, Dan. Sharks, Tigers, Broncos, Para, their attack, <laughs> rank. That wasn't gets, that game a stinker. Well, I just want to see, look, I get these teams that are really good defensively, you can build on your attack and you win games through your defense early on in the year. And I think, and I've been in a team at the Dragons where we won a game 10 6, but we knew that our defense was in order going forward. There's no excitement. I mean, Parramatta, no excitement. The Sharks, their only try came off really Gal going to the line and, and sort of showing inside and out. Tigers, they're still working on it. But the Broncos, there was, how do you win a game with not scoring any tries? I think my favorite thing of the weekend was the Dragons game. Firstly, their second half and just the arrogance that they played with. It was so – it was beautiful to watch. You know, Joel, mm. the worst games to call are the 30 nil at <laughs> half time. nothing happens in the second half matches. You need them to go right on with it. You've you got to go – as Rab said to me a long time, Dan, there's nothing wrong <laughs> – sometimes there's nothing wrong with a good flogging. And uh, that's – I think my dislike was that Rab's impersonation. But, um, no, my, my real love, Hurrell versus Sims. Oh, and just yeah. them going at each other like WWE wrestlers. 
Did you think that was a cheap shot from Sims yes. to push him into the yes. penalty? Unnecessary. Yeah, unnecessarily unnecessary roughness penalty. Just pork chopness, like just pork unnecessary. Chopness. It is. <laughs> there should be there should be a penalty for pork chopness. But what about the eyes of Harold? Oh, he's run over me a couple of times. I'm telling you, when he turns that shoulder and the eyes go back. But you know what? When he's like that, he can do some. I mean, he was beaten in the end by Sims. Got him a couple mm. of times. Oh yeah, and Harold. He was off his game once. Once he lost his head, that was the end of him. Just on Hurrell, uh, funny story. I called a game with Kevin Boulders a couple of years ago, and Hurrell had been out for an extended period, and the game was in Darwin. It was absolutely blistering heat, and and there was these two great centres for Parramatta, and the question was with Hurrell coming back, who does he mark? So I said to Kevy, I said, Kev, which side of the field do you put Hurrell on? And Kevy replied. The shade. <laughs> Whichever side had the shade. Uh, and my dislike was that double header in the rain. Just unfortunate. I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. Please build a roof on the new stadium, whatever is, the new stadium is. Is that going to cancel out the magic weekend that's been talked about? The possibility of, of having rain and making that weekend, you know, so disappointing? Are like, they talking about that this year? The Suncorp no, magic year. weekend? Next year. It has to be a Suncorp, doesn't it? has to be. Oh, yeah. Has to be. When would you do it? Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not Tim Bailey, the weatherman, but mm. uh, I think you have to get it at, at the right time. But it's a, it's eight games over three days. It'd be an amazing event. Yeah, I reckon it'd be an amazing event for the NRL. It could work. Maybe they should have had it at the Perth Stadium. You know what I'd like to do? No, come on, Jamie. Come. <laughs> you know what? I'd well, like we, to don't do. you want to go over there and call it then? Oh, there's a trip in it. Yeah, there's a trip in it. We've got, we're going. Joel's taking us all over. Dan would have it in Vegas if that was the case. Oh well, yes. If the I'm a bit anti this Denver test, but let me tell you, if they were going to take broadcast teams <laughs> over, my view would change very, very quickly. Um, no, I've always thought what they should do first weekend of the NRL Premiership, all right? Because I don't think they've got it quite right. Do you go a couple of games overseas if you want? I'd like, I'd take it to Old Trafford or yep. Wembley. I wouldn't worry about Los Angeles, but anyway, do that in the in round zero as they're going to you know call it call it colloquially. So take two, take four teams over. So you play them, tw- and then because when they, they can have a week off, and then mm. they can play each other the, the the second round. So there's no disadvantage. But I'd only play three games in Sydney, all on the Saturday night at ANZ, and make it a triple header. So if you want to see rugby league in Sydney when everyone's gagging for footy. If you make it like a one-day international, almost replicate that. Remember the first uh, double header at ANZ when everyone one hundred and four thousand yeah. went. Now, now, admittedly, everyone went because it was a new stadium and everyone wanted a sticky beak. But that atmosphere, it was still summery. It was like a one-day international. And I thought, let's let's make an event. We all know Sydney's an event town. So why don't we just have one big event in Sydney to start off that. the weekend? Absolutely they, love it. Could they do it the Easter weekend this weekend? Magic weekend. No, I like Dan weekend. saying. No, you got to do it season. off the top. Off the top. Yeah, I, yeah, I but love the magic that. weekend. I'm saying they couldn't could do it in Sydney. Well, you could do it in Sydney. Yeah, but could you do it the Easter half... weekend? Everyone's here. You might as well fill it out. Have eighty thousand for the whole weekend. I reckon they got Easter pretty much right. Yeah, Easter's right. Good Fridays and Easter Monday. I reckon that's pretty the at, la- at ANZ. The launch is the one. I, I love that. Yeah. Yep. And you know what? You got to have a game in. I'm sorry. You got to have a game in Brisbane. And you got and you got to play games in Melbourne the first two weeks when there's no yeah. AFL. Anyway, now that we've sorted out the NRL's problems, <laughs> let's get to our own problems, which is trying to pick some winners here. This is sportsbet.com.au's podcast. Uh, Joel, twelve up, 
continues. Yeah, it continues. Uh, but I'll tell you what, the Raiders are trying their best to make it not continue. Uh, once again, so if you back the Raiders each week, whilst they're none from three twice, you've collected, you're profiting backing the Raiders with sports bet at the head-to-head, $750,000 alone. So just repeating, if your team lead by 12 at any stage, you're paid out immediately. If they win, you keep your cash. If they lose, you keep your cash. It's a cracking promo. I always thought the Warriors were going to win that. I know that sounds absurd. I mean, at 19-12 with two to go. No, no, no. You can't think they're going to win. But uh, they keep stopping short, don't they, the Raiders? They just run out of puff. It's a mental thing. They, they won just two of ten games when it went down to the wire last year and they're none from three this year. Three halves means you haven't got one good half. And he's changed him again, Ricky. That's He's got Blake Oster now out of the team completely. Yeah. And he's brought Arda Hingano in. Matt, Craig Garvey's their man. We watched him week one, the ISP. He's really, really good out of hooker. He makes his tackles. I'd just bring him in, have Havili come, play off the bench, play 13, wherever you need him, and then just leave the halves as it is for a month. Did one of you say uh, that Gareth Widdop was good value for the Dally M? Was that one of you? I can't remember. It was someone mentioned it somewhere. Well, boy, he got all three the other day, and uh, uh, well, it, well, he's the favourite, and Cleary's... Cleary's a prolonged absence, so yeah, he's right in the reckoning. If his team keep winning, he's a major contender. So you got Dally M markets, you got top point scorer where Widdop again dominated. He's two dollars fifty now. Jared Croker four dollars fifty, and then it's eleven to one the field. So there we go, a couple of the mar- and I've noticed Joel that um, um, the Roosters have come right in in Premiership betting. Yeah, and absolutely. now clear favourites. Yeah, and that's the other thing too to keep an eye out for, the uh, the premiership promise. I'll tell you something about that quickly. So as I mentioned last week, we won't change the prices of any of the winning teams until noon on Monday. When the uh, the Dragons played the Gold Coast, the moment that game was in the, in the bank, between that time and Monday at lunch, there was $13,000 plonked on the Dragons because they knew – that the price would not change. They were $12, I believe, at the time. Yeah. And they were getting $12, the sports bet punters, about something which was really what they should be now, which is 8 bucks. Yeah. yeah. It's a cracker. Yeah. Do we often, and I'm not, this is not about the Dragons, read too much into floggings of bad teams? Because I think we can all agree the Titans are a dud team this year. So for their, their price to basically cut by a third... But, uh, but it's also the six points in the bank too, which is oh sure adds to the price. You're on your way to being in the top four. I just liked how they went up and handled business. I yeah. don't think they would have done that. They would have won that game last couple of years, twenty to eight. Right, yeah. and if they do that, their so price doesn't now, tumble into eight dollars. No, but they're pro- because they went up, and as you said, Dan, they dominated that second half. They came out with a bit of arrogance. Quick question: Do they make the four? Yeah, Dan. Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, let's let's think about it. Origin's different this year because it's not it's not so affected. But they're not going to have many miss. Who's going to miss Frizzell? Throw a price at me for them to make the four. What you think they should be? Well, be, less than even money. So flip of the coins, even money, right? Two dollars yeah. twenty five. If you like the dragons wow. to make the top four, say two ten. I'll just said a dollar eighty. Two twenty five. Um, uh, but you know what's scaring everyone? <laughs> their starts History. the last couple of years, yeah. mm. and then they just die on the ass. Yeah, but they didn't have James Graham or Ben Hunt like last time. Fair enough. So, but then, then you can only fit four in there. You got the Roosters, you got the Storm, you got the Cowboys. Um, but then, geez, then it really is wide open. Okay, so last week, boys, uh, Jamie, you went four and four with the bets uh, that takes you to eight and sixteen. 
So still a bit of work to we've all got a bit of work to do. Joel had a very good week, five and three, which takes you to ten and fourteen. And I went four and four, which takes me to ten and fourteen. Confidence bets, we've got a problem. You and I, Jamie, you went 0 and 3, so you're 2 and 6 on confidence bets. Mm. I went 0 and 3, I'm 3 and 6. Joel was judicious. Uh, week 1 and week 3, Joel, you've only had one confidence bet and they've got up both times. What was my confidence bet? I dropped the ball there. I was I was keen on both the dogs and South. And South. I, yeah, I should have had the dogs as well. Um Jeez, yeah, what, why were you so good? Well done. Well, I, I think I was confident in the podcast. I just didn't announce the confidence bet. Schoolboy era. <laughs> so it'd be your two and three. So that's uh, manageable. Right, we get to this week. How are we feeling before we get... Oh, and I should point out this stat. Teams with the starts... The teams giving start this year, 11 and 13. So the bookies are pretty much getting it right. But uh, the out, I, I thought the outsiders would have done better, frankly. But 13 and 11 for the outsiders. Right, here we go. We start with Thursday night football in Townsville. Cowboys Penrith, uh, $1.27. The North Queensland team, Penrith, $3.80. In fact, I should uh, update these as I go because these are last night's odds. But the start is minus 9.5. And and looking Wednesday, 11.30, those odds are are the same. Oh, look, I've got to take the plus. I know Cleary is a major, major, major out. What do they do with Peachy? Jamie Sow, do they start him now? Um, this is the chance for Hook to get him into the starting side. They've, they've been starting so slow. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a chance. But the concerning thing for me is Jerome Luai, who's going to make his debut this week, we think, uh, for the Penrith Panthers. It's confusing to me why Anthony Griffin would start him off the bench. I think as a, as a playmaker, it's... Honestly, it's it's crueling. Young Luai? Yeah, it's crueling him. His preparation, he's a starter. You're a half, you start the game. But away from that, you, you know the thing, Dan, and mm. I know you started in your debut, Sowie. My debut, I was on the bench until the last 10 minutes of the match, and it is petrifying. Yeah. I can imagine. If you pick a debutant, they warm up for half an hour, get them out there. Regardless of the position, just get them into the game. 100% agree. And this is a problem that... Yeah, uh, you, to answer to your question, they probably will start Peach because it's a tough environment, but Peach has been coming off the bench, so he's got no rhythm as well as to starting a game. So I'm concerned. And I imagine he wouldn't have match fitness. Peach? Yeah. We started round one in the centres, but it's different playing 5-8. You're in another spot. Uh, you're a lot more on the ball. James Maloney's going to have to put his hand up a lot more this week. I actually had Penrith plus uh, the nine and a half. But it's changed. Oh, Joel's just handing me the sheet. The head-to-head hasn't changed. But the line has ten and a half. That's a huge yeah. change to go from nine and a half to ten and a half. It is. Uh, and I circled. I actually said to Joel Kane before we came on the pod that I was going to go Penrith to start. I've changed my mind. I'm going to go North Queensland minus the ten and a half. Yeah, I'm going the plus Dan. I, I think kick our big game ex Cowboy Tamo big game ex Cowboy. He's come off the bench. Kick out. Yeah, that's okay. I, I just think ten and a half is too big. If you're offered ten and a half at the start of the season, Penrith were highly fancied, and I think you'd snap that up. I'll I'll, I'll take the plus ten and a half. Oh. What would be what, quickly? What would be the start if Cleary was playing? Five and a half. He's, right. he, he's worth. He's worth. Well, actually, six why actually? Yeah, Joel's the expert. You're oh no! Look, I'd probably say six and a half. Okay. Yeah, four points is huge for a player. Mm. So they're ten and a half. If he plays four, that's a try. Yeah, I'd say. Okay. We can ask someone later. Anyway. <sighs> Jeez, that point's a killer. 
I'll, I'll take the Cowboys minus 10.5, but that point really worries mm. me. All right, we get to the second game. Good Friday, South and the Bulldogs. I think the Dogs have had a great record in this. I remember a couple of years ago they slaughtered the Bunnies. Good matchup. Uh, $1.76 the Bunnies. Canterbury $2.07. And the line is minus two. So, obviously, the punters, Joel, really liked what South did to Manly last week. I should mention, I'm, I'm Panthers with confidence, boys. Too. Oh, you've gone confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. Ten and a half, huge start. Okay. Huge start. Plenty of ability in that Panthers side. I'm still not sold on the Cowboys, actually. Um, with the Bulldogs, look, since that infamous uh, battle with the, uh, the uh, finger-pointing from James Graham, uh, each game has been decided 13-plus. So, this is a game you think typically is going to be a close one, but each game 13-plus. The Bulldogs have won three of those. Um, much improved last week. I love him by at fullback. No Reynolds for South Sydney. I'll take the plus two. I'm going to change mine again. I like South Sydney after last week. Can't believe we missed. Uh, Joel Kane mentioned uh, Manly. Yeah, the record teams have a big win and then the following week not backing it up. So I like what South did. you did. have a stat on that or was that just no, a No, I, I had a loose stat on it, but I couldn't recall it properly. So I, 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 let I, it looked it up. Yeah. I looked it up. In the NRL era... When a team wins by 50-plus, not scores 50-plus, wins by 50-plus, they are 60% to win the next week, which is small. That's terrible. Yeah. Because you imagine how many, you know, for instance, Melbourne Storm 50-point hidings, and you Mm. know they've won the next week. It's like 33 and 21. Which which we get to that game later. It's a concern for the the Dragons. They didn't win by 50, but they they notched up 50. Mm. But Yeah. That's going to be tough. Yeah, I'm going to take the bunnies. I think that they worked some stuff out last week. GI back in. They've scored. They've got that edge play going where their wingers scored. I mean, Jennings had a hat trick. So uh, I'm going to take the Rabbitohs with confidence, Joel. Ooh. Wow. Jeez. Oh, and uh, which way are you going, Joel? I'm on the doggies. I- I'm stunned that you've made a late change and you've gone, gone straight confidence to confidence. With- wow. Yeah. I. The thing about South, I noticed it was all block plays and and it was all you know. Shapes and it worked. They killed Manly out there. There's a good defence, and Canterbury actually, even last year when they wanted to, they had a good defence. Does it gobble that stuff up, Jamie? I'm not sure that they've got that worked out. They conceded 60 points in the first two rounds, and they were better last week. Though. They were better last week, but they weren't. I mean, Morris gets an intercept, and then after they jumped out to a lead, they really shut up shop. So uh, Marshall King was good for them. I thought he's going to be a highlight outside foreign, but. I don't know. I just like South last week. I thought that they had more to lose last week going to that game. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they get rolled by Manly, then their season's pretty much done. You know, so. I'll stay with the dogs, but I think I've missed a big trick here. I really do. Um, what are the conditions for Friday? Nice day. Okay. Can I change? Of course you can change. I, I'm going to go to South because... This bloke changes every tip. You yeah, can change. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go with you, Sowie, because I think... On a slick track, they are super quick, this south side. Mm. So that'll just pinch me back to them. Okay. What are you doing? By you asking him that question, Dan, I'm thinking you're the dogs. Yeah, I'm the dogs, but not not with confidence. Uh, it's a good um, – it's good that they're so evenly matched up. Uh, I'm just looking here Friday, cloudy and 31 at Sydney Olympic Park. Thir- 31 slick. Yeah. And, and uh, Thursday, hot and uh, – well, sunny and 30. And so today, Wednesday, is sunny all day. So dry, it's going to be a dry, dry track. Dry. Yep. yep. Okay, I'll go see us. Uh, <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think anyone... Have a look at him. Firstly, our <laughs> track record, our, our track record's been off the last few Excuse weeks. Excuse the pun. It will get 
Oh, sorry, I can't use the word off in a betting podcast. Yeah. I know I've been no, told No, track was the word I was saying, excuse the pun. Oh, track oh, record, yeah. okay. Uh, so, so immediately uh, our, you know, reputation precedes us and then we've got, we're got we changing tips. <laughs> like, is anyone there listening going, oh, well, geez, the, well, I have to go with South or I have to go with the dogs now. But that's yeah, what, but what the podcast is. We, we unearth things. We, we... <laughs> Not only that, Joel's... Gone for backed up the bloke that's coming last. He's no. looked at me and gone, I'm following him. Don't <laughs> can't, can't follow it, me. Can't keep a good man down, mate. You'll be good this week. <laughs> Friday night, Shark Storm. This is always a pretty even matchup, mm. isn't it? And the Sharks have sort of shown the blueprint of how to beat Melbourne. $2.35, Melbourne $1.60. Uh, I say that, but Melbourne still have a good record against them. And the start is. The line is minus three and a half. You say a good record, but I, I just remember the game last year yeah, at Amy yeah. Park. But but well, the last three games they've played, Sharks won the two before that. Uh, Melbourne won last year by five points. Okay, that's late about try. yes, late try, right? So you have to think the Melbourne Storm team who has battled this Sharks team the last three years is far inferior to what they have served up the last couple of years. So for that. Uh, Sharkies at home plus three and a half is where I want to be. Okay. Yeah, I think they built off the back of last week. Look, their attack wasn't uh, great, but Hawkinson seemed to bring a calmness to that side and help Townsend. It was almost like Chad Townsend went, "Thank God, I've got another guy that can play outside me, control things when I'm not uh, in the play." So, I love the fact that uh, Hawkinson was in that team last week. Moylan. Does he come back into that five-eighth role? I'm not sure. Does he come back and play fullback? I think he's a fullback at the moment. He's been named, but but that doesn't mean he'll play. No, and Shane Flanagan's got a decision to make. You know, they they need to win games. I think that's he was at that stage with Valentine Holmes. He could experiment for another month, and they go one and three, or he was like, okay, I've got to make a change. Get to you know, we've got to get some wins on the board. Maybe revisit that experiment a little bit later. Um, opposite boys. Um. Either the Sharks' attack will be clunky if Moylan's 5'8", or it will be not particularly threatening if it's Hodkinson and Townsend against a very good Melbourne defence. So three and a half is you basically you pick them. If you think Melbourne's going to win, you, you might as well take take on the start. because yeah. you, I, think- I'm Sharks, but 20 minutes into the game, I could easily say, geez, I wish I went with Dan. Oh, yeah. I'm going confidence. I just, Shark Park won't bother the storm. I know the Sharks have a good record against them. I'm not convinced. Oh, that was a very uh, – they. you know what? It was like they just did enough to win. They knew they were hands and heels on Winks. You know what would be nice on this podcast? If if we could get a little bit of a uh, score update or a, a survey, so to speak, as people are listening. Who, oh, yeah. Who, who's being sold the the best tip? Yeah. Are they going with Dan? Are they going with yeah. Jamie? Yeah. It sounds like an app. If you know anyone who makes no, apps, it could be something in there. Don't that. say it too loud, Joel. We might, uh, okay. might have to trademark it. Right, we get to Roosters Warriors Saturday afternoon. Uh, Roosters, woof, oh, haven't they been impressive? Dollar thirty-four, Warriors three dollars thirty, and I better check this line because yeah, it's the same nine and a half. I wrote this down incorrectly yesterday. I had five and a half, and I thought, oh, I'm taking the Roosters with confidence <laughs> there, but no, it's nine and a half. Tough one. I'm going to go to the Warriors with the start. I think that they've worked out some things. They hung tough last week. I liked what I saw from that. The Roosters' attack was outstanding against the Knights on a wet night. Cooper Cronk shows his class in a game like that. I think he was up for that. I don't know. I just think 5.30 Saturday night, there's not going to be many people there. 
the Warriors seem to get a good crowd when they come over here and play in Sydney. So I'm going to take the nine and a half. They got away with it last week, the Warriors, but their record in Australia is abysmal. I'll tell you a bit of a shout-out for Alex Corvo, their trainer. I looked at his stats during the week. Everyone looks at players' win strike rates. He's been a trainer of a club since 2002, and his win rate is knocking on 70%. Oh, so he's he, the James Maloney of trainers. He, well, he gets them in shape, and you can yeah. see that with the Warriors. That said... Uh, the Warriors have beaten South in uh, Perth. This is my point. You're yep. about to steal. The, the Titans with Taylor, they were wobbly against them. Well, not wobbly, but, you know, they got past them and they just got away with the Raiders, who they speak for themselves. Robbo's Roosters pricked the balloon of the uh, the Knights last week and they'll do the same with the Warriors here. Minus nine and a half, the Roosters with confidence. Oh, I'm with you, Joel. Not with confidence because you know I'm in love with the Warriors. They won me over in week one. But you're right, they haven't played anyone yet. No. And uh, we need – now, if they even get close to the Roosters, yep. then the question – it's like Newcastle last week. If Newcastle got close, we the questions change. Yeah. Uh, but we need to see some exposed form against quality opposition. And I think we can almost put the Roosters down for 24 points a game, minimum, with the Cleary-Cronk combination. They're just going to come up with tries. And well, Latrell's going to be scoring one and two each week as well. They've they got strike everywhere. He week. looks the fittest I reckon I've seen him, Latrell Mitchell. They're two from two with Kiri back too. And that's the thing. They, they just looks he every time he touches the ball looks like he's going to do something. Warriors have won the last three times these two teams have played. By the way, uh, last year fourteen thirteen at Mount Smart, um, and then a close one, and then they won twice actually the year before. So there we go. Can I just off subject? Can I throw something at you, boys? Mitchell Pearce, I think, played about seventeen Origins for zero repeat sets. <sighs> that's a great. That's right? the best stat of this podcast run so far. So, and you know who the best in the business last year in the whole NRL for repeat sets was last year? Blake Green. Blake, Blake Green. Green. Yep. Chance, New South Wales halfback. Oh, what a chance! Halfback. Five eight. We'll throw well, Maloney I think to half eight. They go Maloney and Kiri if they if that combination flourishes. Okay. And Mitchell Pearce with his start to the season would have to come back into calculations, just because it's how he's playing. Well, the two youngsters, Moses and Cleary's obviously gone, and Moses hasn't impressed. So there, you would imagine. I know Freddie loves Mitchell, but he's got he to be out of the picture. He has to be in the frame. Green. That's all I'm saying. This is why he's got to be in the conversation. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Mm. But All right, let's get to trying me. to think if I had a repeat set in 2011 <laughs> there, did, yeah. Joel. Maybe I have to get back and have a look. <laughs> to be fair, he didn't have much attacking ball in that series. No, we didn't. It was an awful <laughs> series, wasn't it? You probably got unlucky in that you probably got that team, the greatest team in origin history, in the, their best series. Yeah, and we, we lost game one on the buzzer, Slater, 16-12 we lost. And then we won game two and game three was over before we hit the park. It was gonna, 20 nil after 10 minutes. I'm going to call you Haylist. Just kept running oh, second you to Black Caviar. Game? game two, yeah. Oh, you, game I two in Sydney. I thought you were in the clean, one of the clean sweep series. Oh, no, series. no, no, no. Game oh, I'm two. Jamie, I'm yeah. sorry. Thank you. Yeah, Minicello under the post, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Left foot, I think. Yeah. But I played in. I actually played in Lockie's last Brisbane game and his last origin. And he won both. <laughs> uh, manly... Can, that last club game, wasn't that golden point where the Dragons didn't fract- touch the ball? Fractured cheekbone. I kicked the goal in 79th minute and we went to extra time. And then Lockie, fractured cheekbone, field goal. Mm. Unbelievable. Manly Canberra. Brookie. <sighs> I think we have to call it Brookie now that um, the company that used to sponsor them or still sponsors <laughs> them has been banned. Um, 
Last year, two epic games. I think they both went to Golden Point and Manly won both. Canberra's form is pretty simple. They get close and they should win and they fall short. So the start might be important. It's five and a half. Manly $1.52, Canberra two fifty five at the at the head-to-head. If you want Manly, you've got to give up basically a converted try. Yeah, look, I, um, I'm in love with these two youngsters, talented youngsters for Canberra, Joseph Tarpany and Atta Hingano. Um, I think they make a difference. I don't think that uh, the Canberra side, uh, well, they're getting closer. They, they, they can't go none from four, and I don't think the Manly side are good enough to be giving uh, that sort of start away, boys, five and a half. I agree. I think that we saw the Manly side monstered the Parramatta pack and then they come up against the big pack last week in the Rabbitohs and got monstered. So I think this Canberra pack rolls on. I, I, I like the fact that after being coached by Ricky Stewart, I think he goes into that siege mentality and prepares them for one big effort to try and get their season back on track. Uh, they can't go any closer. Head to head, I've told, I, I won't tip them for a month because they've broken my heart, but I'm going to take the line. You men all commentate games, okay? Both you men. Um I don't know why the clubs don't provide this sort of thing. Oh, we chased down Atta Hingano. People say Hingano, yeah. right? Yeah. Why can't the clubs get a voice record? I know they have in the media guides, but it doesn't always tell the tale. They change every year. Why can't they be doing this? Atta Hingano. Ah, Hingano. Hingano. We did it on the weekend for ISP. Do you remember yeah. Situ? It is fraught with problems, though, because for World Cup, we had uh, coaches come in and uh, voice coaches and all those sorts of things. And then Andrew Ryan was manager of the Italy team, and he got the Italians. And we were sp- – it's not Anthony Minicello or Mark Minicello. It's Minichiello. Yeah, but you, that, but you can do that if it's their first game. You can't be yes. changing names halfway 100%. through their career. Because Nanai yeah. – uh, Gagai is supposed to be Nanai. Yeah. Yeah, but you'd call him Nanai if that was his name at the start. At you'd, the start, exactly. Yeah. Well, that we had Satili Tapanoa, Tapanoa, like on the weekend, and I went down to the sheds off Joel's request and got the Tupanua, Tupanua, sorry, and uh, got him to say it, and he was actually quite happy and proud that we'd it's asked about him. The family, that's what I mean. That's yeah. Adam Dwayhe's an interesting one because the part of the family likes Dwayhe, which is what we started with, but then he was asked himself well, and he here? said Dewey. Yeah, Dewey, well, that, yeah, that's what it is. I was going to say, so yeah. we've got to go Dewey. Of course. Um, mouthwatering Sunday afternoon game. Dragons, Knights, I think the mouthwatering part, Wind Stadium, Sunday afternoon, not many better sites. Dragons, $1.36, Newcastle, $3.20, and the start is minus eight and a half. Look, I'm happy to forgive the Knights last week. But this dragon side of harmony, I tell, I'm, I'm in love with this game, boys. Sowie knows I love the ex-touch footballer, the young touch footballer playing rugby league on a slick surface. Dufty was untouchable last oh. week. Ponga, on the other hand, was still good, but in the rain they come back to the field. These two slashy tough, touch footballer types, Dufty and Ponga, will both score. They'll both have stormers. Uh, but I think Dufty has the better day, minus eight and a half. Confidence for me, boys. Dragons. I think they go on with the business. They get back home. Uh, down there, you're right. Fast track. The only thing that comes into play down at Wollongong is, is it's a little bit different to play on because you're such you're so in close. So, but I think the Dragons have that experience of last week. The Knights. Look, the the balloon probably burst a little bit last week. They go out there, put in an effort against one of the powerhouses, and I think they sort of saw where they're actually really at. They're not quite making the eight. They're going to be around that 10 to 12 mark this year because they just consistently won't be good enough. Uh, You know what? I reckon just on that game last week, it didn't help them. Connor Watson 
if there's any game that you want him starting, and I know he got injured, it's that game, he's, a running type I'm, in the wet. He's out this week. Yeah, but yeah Brock Lamb is not a yeah. – he'll, he'll be better for a hard track, Brock Lamb. He, I'm not sold on the Connor Watson experiment. I think he's either utility or, and starts at nine or comes off the bench. He's not a six at the moment. He doesn't have a kicking game. Brock Lamb controls that right-hand side with Mitchell Pearce and allows him to roam around. I think Connor Watson went there maybe on the promise of starting six. Uh, weather in the gong, basically like Sydney, warm and sunny all the way up until Sunday. So it'll be a beautiful, slick, bowling green type Every, Everyone will be talking about Ponger after this game. This is the game where he will just – I don't think they'll win, but he will just be doing amazing things. Yep. Yeah, that, he scares me. He, but the Watson, the Watson exit means I'm going Dragons with confidence as yeah. well. Because again, like um, the Roosters, you know the Dragons have got plenty of points in them now. Yeah, and Newcastle make enough defensive errors. They'll, they'll give they'll give up some points. Have the Knights got enough to keep up with them? I'll, I'll take the confidence as mm. well. Did I say Raiders confidence? I, I, you I want did, confidence? Yeah, I want them confidence. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah, they win. Okay, so we've agreed all of us on the last two games. Let's go to. Brisbane Gold Coast. This is the first one I circled. Uh, Broncos. It's a Sunday night at Suncorp, which is a bit odd, but I suppose yeah. Easter Sunday. I'm not sure they get the crowd that they think they'll get. Dollar twenty three, four dollars twenty, uh, and the line is minus twelve and a half. They were atrocious last week. The Titans. There's a, a lot of work for Garth Brennan to, to be done this year. They're, they're not depth. They're not deep enough in in terms of their depth throughout the squad. Bryce Cartwright goes back to the bench. I'm taking the Broncos here. I know their attacks a bit uh, splattering, but I just think a guy like what I saw what Widdop did to him last week. I just feel like Milford can go out and do uh, a little bit more, especially back at home. They they love playing at home. The Broncos. They hate playing away, but they love playing at home. Get back in front of the crowd. They win. I don't think there's been a team who's been hammered by 18 or more who's, you know, that 12 and a half have been beaten by more than that sort of thing. So I'm happy to go the Gold Coast, but absolutely no idea, boys. Zero idea. I, I circled Brisbane. They were so atrocious last week, the Tides. I mean, the Dragons were great in some of the things they did, but most of the time they are just finding huge but, holes and running through them. And what about that last play where Sims... Gets the ball and Dufty ends up scoring or Lafay on this left hand edge. It was nothing doing. There's no enthusiasm from the Titans. No competitiveness. You know, we talk about as a player when you pause the TV and Jonathan Thurston's the best at the game ever to do it. He could run from the other side of the field and you could pause it in the corner. He's somewhere to try and stop that try. No one for the Titans is doing that. Kane Elgy doesn't help Ash Taylor in his game at all. It's all up pretty much. If Ash Taylor fires, they're going to be in the game. If not. Not going to be in it. Yeah, and they they have an inferiority complex against the Broncos. They have only beaten them well once at Suncorp ever. That was their debut year. Yeah. That was eleven years ago. Last year, fifty four nil at Rabina. Um, and there's been a few hidings along the way. So I've I've gone Brisbane with confidence. Anyone else taking confidence here? Yeah. Okay. Final game and. We're not playing the line on this one, boys. Mm. Tigers and Eels, $1.90. And the lo- if you want to play the line, the uh, standard line is plus one for the Tigers, $1.83. Parramatta minus one, $1.98. The over-under, by the way, for match points, for those interested, is 38, which is comparatively low to the other games, but seems actually quite high given mm. the lack of attack the two teams have shown. Easter Monday, always a big event game. Uh, who are we picking? There's a little voice in my head that's saying Parramatta will come good here. They're too good to be 0-4. But 
The Tigers have played the Roosters, the Storm and the Broncos and they've conceded two tries. I have to take the Tigers. First team in NRL history to start three rounds with only conceding two tries. Have to take him. Do we know if Benji's in yet? Well, he's named. He can't play Benji this week. No. So what do they do at six? Well, they've named. Because that play is a good, you know, that for me tips it way and I know it'll tip the punters one way or another because their attack's already struggling and you'd think if they bring in a young bloke or they play Lola here there, that could potentially still splutter their attack. I, I hope they bring in the young bloke. He's a very, very good player, Tyson Gamble. Plays a bit like Scott Hill, Dan, this young fellow. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lola Hay is on the extended bench. Jeez, yeah. I hope they go with the young kid. He's a real good player. Um, and I, I'm making my tip on the Tigers on the assumption Benji's not playing. Okay. So no matter what, Tigers for you. Tigers for me. <sighs> Oh, I don't know. This is a flip of the coin, isn't it? You have to think that Parramatta come out and, and there's some sort of response, something. But that pack for the Tigers, Russell Packer, man of the match performance last week, led from the front. I'm going with the Tigers. I hope they do play Gamble. Uh, we watched him play on the weekend, Joel. He's a run of the ball. You're right. You summed him up. Scott Hill, pretty much, you know, 2.0. He comes in. Uh, he dominated that game last week in period. So I'm with the Tigers. I've gone Eels. I think this is the perfect team for them to play this week because the Tigers have no points in them. So the Eels can ugly mm. their way to a win. They've made some changes. I don't know if they're better for them. George Jennings to the wing. Kayser Pritchard replaces Cam King. Penny Terrapo and Tony Williams on the bench. Uh, missing Hayne, French and Kane Evans. <laughs> Kane Evans not playing is almost worth two points to the Eels. <laughs> he, he gives away penalties and he comes out of the line. and. Um, but Eels, and I'm guessing, boys, no one's got this game with any confidence. Nah, it's a flip of the coin. All right, so uh, we'll recap those shortly, including the um, confidence bets. The multi, boys, have we got a multi ready? Sowry and I are on a similar sort of theme here, Sowry. Actually, I'll start. Um, I had a look at Vinavalu's record, who, by the way, do you know he scored a try against every single club? He, he's, that was quick. Yep, Suliasi... Bingo has already completed, right? So he's scored against every single team, 50 games, 48 tries. And more often than not, if he scores a try, he typically gets a double. So I'm going to go him too, Latrell Mitchell too. Hang on, let me write these down. Let yeah, me write him too. Hang on, so Vunavalu times two. two. What odds are they? Latrell two. Well, I can give you the, the end result. Yes, yes, yes. And, and Young Ponga to score one on Sunday, $89. Ooh, that's, that's quite... What I like about that is you can have them individually. Probably not. Ponga might be a bit short, but you can. if you just like Vunavalu, you'd get nice little odds there. Hey, hang on, Dan. Can we just hold? The gun trader has just walked past. Shawnee. Can you come in, mate? Mate, can you... Is this uh, the bloke you keep talking about? Mate, he's on fire with the tips. Can I, can I just... Can we grab you for two minutes? Just come and share my microphone. I want... This is what I want, Dan, if we can. For him to answer the question already on our confidence bits. Can, can well, you, who is he? Can we is, explain is, who he is? <laughs> okay, yeah, this is, this is Orma. Audience. Orma, who is the chief NRL trader at Sportsbet, and he is seeing them like beach balls, right? So we've brought him into the podcast here. Hang on, what was his score? So, so we're batting. So, hang on, let me give you the, some context to the listeners. So against the line, you're on eight, Jamie, and Joel, you and I are on ten. What's this block? So I'm in a tipping comp with Orma, and he's on 16. Shit. Yes. So we need... 
Yeah. Hang on, he's sixteen and eight against the start. What what I what I'd like to do, right? If you're happy with this, Sean, and just share this microphone, is that Dan gives you our confidence bets, and in advance, you would you answer whether they're right or wrong, and at the end, I want you to give the punters your best for the week. Is that all right? Easy. Just come Joel, to the Joel, you the first rule of broadcasting: you don't give the microphone to someone who could take your job. Yes. This bloke's got sixteen out of twenty-four. Yeah, why would you? Yeah, but Dan, why do you think Peter Luck filled in for every current affairs talk show host well, when they went on holidays because he was no threat? Hey, pressure, some, eat, some get eaten by it. It's all well and good getting your big 16 <laughs> with no radio right. or, or podcast. Here Today's we go. Your day. Uh, we'll go in game order here. Joel has gone Penrith plus 10.5 confidence. Big tick. Big tick of approval from me. Okay. That's good. That's good. All right. Um, Jamie has gone South minus two. South minus two, has he? Now, that's interesting. That's one of the hardest games around for me. Right. Um. I will, I will stick up for the Bulldogs there, so that's a cross. Okay. He's a Bulldogs fan. That's, this is rubbish. Your friend is a Bulldogs fan. Oh, that's even worse. He's, he's thinking about other things while he's making his tips. He's 16 and 8. He can say whatever the hell he wants. Love is blind, by the way. I've gone Storm minus 3.5 against the Sharks. No, another cross. What's, mate, what do you know? You've got eight wrong this year. Uh, Roosters for Joel minus 9.5. Another, another cross another cross there. There's a theme. There's a theme starting to appear here. Uh, Joel's gone Canberra plus five and a half. Finally, we've got a tick. Okay. Oh, he's taking the starts this week, Dan. Oh. Dragons minus eight and a half. That's Jamie and me. What do you think that's going to be, Sugar? What, what was it? Dragons. Are you taking the Knights plus? I am. The Ponger show. As you said, there's there's a big there's a big theme starting to uh, starting to appear here. So you're saying to the punters, take the start for every game this match. Pretty, on each, you'll do okay. pretty much. And I've gone Brisbane. And don't chew into the microphone, please, Sean. You can tip, but please. <laughs> Brisbane minus 12 and a half. Uh, no, another cross. Oh, mate, what, honestly, what you're going to take the Gold Coast. <laughs> call, call me mad. I was on him last week and that, that didn't turn out too well. But uh, I'll give him, give him one more chance this week. What's your best? Yeah, well, yeah, that's what we need. So, so we're going, I'm going head to head with Dan this week. He's put up the stall. I'm actually all over, all over Cronulla at, uh, mm. at home this week. What is your philosophy on... Uh, I mean, okay, come up with a pick for every game. That's okay. But what is your philosophy on which games to launch at? Basically, how far away I am from the from the from the line, pretty much. So the further the further the further away I get, if I make something ten and it's and it's twenty, then I'll have. A oh, this is what Sturlow used to do. He used to write down his margin before he'd even see the starts, yep. and then he'd base his whole thing. He'd he'd bet on teams where he was, where he thought would win and were getting start. That was his philosophy. That's Sturlow's on the money there. He's a smart man. In your absence, in your absence, we have uh, we've been getting really nervous when we something appears very obvious, yeah, and it's been backfiring, hasn't it? Sometimes you get all this noise around. Like we we couldn't believe that Para had two and a half start against Manly. Mm-hmm. H- h- just going, but how do you explain that one? Either either could I, to be honest. So I've done my money there with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Sixteen and eight. All right. So what? Hang on. All right. We better give everyone Sean's tips here. So all right. South. I'll go. I'll go in order here. Cowboys. Penrith. Uh, Penrith. This is all with the start. South Dogs. Dogs. Shark Storm. Sharkies. Roosters Warriors. Warriors. Manly Canberra. Uh, Canberra. Dragons Newcastle. Newcastle. Brisbane Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Tigers Eels. Now that one, I've got no idea. Okay. So if yeah, if if anyone can work that out, let me know because they're a, they're a, they're a, they're a genius. <laughs> all right, Sean, everybody, the sports bill trader. Well done. Well done. Mate. Well done. All right, here we go. So 
Not only were we changing our tips for the first 10 minutes of this podcast, but this bloke has just shot our confidence to bits. Yeah. Can we start again? <laughs> <laughs> Let's re-record, boys. This, this is why I thought I'd start with what do you like and dislike and what are you looking forward to. So at least there's some uh, good content. I'm confident, boys. I don't know about Shawnee here. Yeah. It was your idea to get him in. Yeah, you're right. Right. You called him in. He's not the answers. He's never okay. sharing my mic. He can get it wrong. Uh, Jamie, yes. an all up, please. Oh, an all up. I've got Dan Gagai at any time to score. Yes. Jake Granville, any time to score. Oh, okay. Matt Dufty, any time. And James Roberts, a double. Oh, okay. Yes. $125 you'll get for that. Like You're going to like one of mine. I've got Roberts for a double. Yes. <laughs> at $5.50. Gavin Cooper, any time try scorer, three sixty. dollars uh, Tigers Parramatta minus 38 points and the Storm 1 to 12. And that got me, I think, to 95. Apologies. At, uh, I forgot to write it down before I, uh, uh, um, before I, the, the odds disappeared, but no, about 95. I've got a feel. It's worth a dollar on each of those this week. I've got oh, a feel it. Joel, this is what I do. Yeah. Now, okay, what is the policy if, say, Jamie's gets up and I've got 20 on it? Is That's just a lunch. Yeah. Oh. I've spoken to the C level boys too. They'd be happy to have us. Oh, well. it's, I think it's a case. If yeah. he's at 20 on that, that's two and a half grand. Yeah, we can talk about it. Probably just I'm happy with a case or a, nice or a lunch. Or a, yeah, case. Yeah, yeah that's you. fine. That's yeah. all right. We're I think we, we all understand that. There's yeah. not like some, th- there's not some you don't, policy no, do not, of like 50 50. Do or, not bring no, your cash no, no, in no, here, no. Dan. No. Otherwise, just don't tell me. Hey? Just don't tell me. No, I'm not. Just say you've had five on it. <laughs> You've had yeah, 20 Well put it this way If I tell you I've had 20 <laughs> <laughs> What are you looking forward to most this week before we go Ponga Dufty boys Sunday afternoon Slick footy Yeah I'm going Broncos Titans I think uh, we want to see a bit of attack from both these sides See how the Titans bounce back You're see. looking forward to watching the Titans Jesus I'm looking forward to Broncos I reckon they turn it on Yeah uh, me too I'm, I'm looking forward to Dragons Newcastle a full win stadium. Hopefully, it's Easter Sunday, but hopefully it's nice and full. They're winning the Dragons, so the fans will turn up. Sunday Arvo footy at its best. All right. Thank you, boys. Thank and, you. and and by the way... Um, Hot the, shot jackpot. Yes. Yes. So and, and here's a clue. Every single week, there's five games you've got to pick a first try scorer. Every single week, punters, a forward has scored in at least one of those. So throw a forward in there is my suggestion. Uh, no one's yet to win it. Two hundred thousand dollars up All for grabs. Right, let's it's play. Free to play. Let's play. Righto. Let's play. This is off the cuff, everyone. We're not looking at odds. We're not looking at anything. Roosters Warriors. Give me a first try scorer. Blake Ferguson. Okay. Latrell. Uh, Ferguson. Latrell. I'll go Keary. Manly Canberra. Uh, Jordan Rapana. Okay. I've gone Lay Lua because he's done some stupid things, but he's also been in pretty good touch as well at times. I'm going to say Tom Travojevic. Tommy T. Uh, Dragons Knights. Try and get a forward in there, boys, for the punters. For one of them. Ponga. Listen, Ponga. You, you have your own. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay Caelan Ponga. Don't tell me how to invest my money. Oh, no, it's no money, it's free. Paul Vaughan. There you go. Oh, he'd yeah. have to, that'd be twice in a fortnight. He does score. Yeah. I mean, he scores. Tyson Frizzell did it first two weeks yeah. of the Dragons. He basically scores one every four weeks. Vaughan. I've gone Ponga as well. Beautiful. Um, Brisbane Gold Coast. Jimmy the Jet. Yeah, me too. Come on, let's go all in on him. Matt Gillette. Okay. You got the et part right. And uh, 
Tiger's Eels is no try scored a The ref. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got, uh, this is my forward, little Peter Godinay to sneak under him. Wow, okay. He'll be coming off the bench. Uh, he's not going to score. I'm going to say. Oh, hang on. That's, a, that's, that's one game, game you can come off the bench. He can come on after 60 minutes and it's two all. Kurosami Ava. Ooh. Okay. Uh, this is the forward game. Manu Ma'u. Oh, I know it's out there. I know it's out there, but I'll take it. You boys have to submit those. I was going to say. I was going to say. <laughs> we should probably submit those just well, in on. case. Are we, yeah, are we technically pay. employees of sports? No, bet. you guys are free, free to play. You're yeah. in. I what I like about it, about so run us through it. Do you have to have an account set up, Mate, you ready just gotta, to go? You just got to well, jump on the app. We've got it's it. all yeah, self-explanatory. Yeah, account, so that's that's I'm saying for everyone listening. All right. Well, everybody, it's free to play. Two hundred thousand cash. It's pretty good. Now, if one of us gets that, we're talking fifty, thirty-three each, aren't we? Thirty-three percent. No. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So well, two, uh, hold on. Two and a half grand difference. Hang on. Two hundred grand. I'm happy to give you fifty-fifty of two and a half grand. <laughs> Two hundred grand, I can do some damage to my mortgage here. Yeah, but you don't want my thirty-three percent if I get it. Yeah, okay. Let the group. There we go. Yeah, Let's, why don't we worry about that when it happens, though? <laughs> no, I think this shit needs to be no, sorted out. No, right I, want it, I want it down. Actually, can you just sign here for thirty-three percent? Well, you can share it. I'm out of it. Even right, if I win 50, it, you guys 50, can share yeah. it. Here's what I'm thinking: What if one of us is four from five? Right, we get to the last game. Do we start the hedge? Oh, there'll be some text messages there, won't there? <laughs> well, we start the hedge a little. Yeah. So we, anyway, thank you, boys. Thank you, everyone. Geez, long podcast today. Sean was the star. Um, but please remember, everybody gamble responsibly. Talk to you next week. For NRL this week with Sportsbet, place a three or more leg same game multi. And if one leg fails, get up to 50 bucks back in bonus bets. You've upset my pipes. Conditions apply gamble responsibly.